0: Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a Paradox.
1: Welcome everybody to Paradox. I'm Jimmy. You scared me. And you said this was take one. Like, what do we do? Have two takes? We don't ever do two takes. We don't have takes. No, I just felt like I
2: wanted to say take one today. Ah. Are we even recording? Yeah, we're recording. Take one. Wow, you scared me again. We just did Facebook Live and mm-hmm. I asked people to comment on the glasses mm-hmm. that I was wearing.
1: And they said your glasses made your head look massive.
2: No, 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 no. I was fearful that my head made my glasses look small. So I wanted feedback. Is my head that's too big making my glasses look small or are the glasses too small making my head look big? And online communities are so uplifting.
1: <laughs> Is that what they are? <laughs> Wow.
2: They said everything was perfect.
1: Thank you. Oh. Thank that's you. That's so sweet. I know. They lied just to make you feel better. <laughs> and it worked. So sweet. It worked, it worked like a charm.
2: <laughs> so to, we normally take on how to love your spouse better and how do you discipline your teens. It's kind of a different topic today. No, it's not. But it certainly does. It does fit in with parenting. So we're good.
1: It does. In fact, it has everything to do with parenting because that's the context of everything we're talking about.
2: Oh, I agree, but it's just a different topic you'll find out.
1: Well, boo-boo head, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and proceed. We're talking today about name calling. It's not good, is it stupid? It's not good. We teach our we 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 actively teach our children not to call each other names. And before
2: you go too far in this, mm-hmm. I want to give myself an out mm. because I like to name call, but I do it for humor's sake.
1: Oh, well, that's easy. That's that's good. Yeah, that's okay. Yes. Because Satan will come clothed as a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. As long as it's funny, mm-hmm. then we're good. Agreed. We're all the time telling our children not to call people names. And Josh, why is it that we try to tell them? Why, why do you tell Ruthie and JJ, Sammy's the worst. Sammy calls people names all the time. But why do you tell them not to call their friends names? It's not nice. It's not nice. Why is it not nice? Because it's mean. Because it's mean. It is mean. (laughs) All those times you've called me names, didn't you know that I can just be called Jabba the Hut so many times before it starts to affect me? We don't want them doing it because it is mean. That's not nice to call somebody a name. Now, we all know that the worst thing, the, the worst technique of parenting is do what I say, not what I do. And we may be saying, well, hey, as parents, we don't call people names. We, we're we not calling people boo-boo heads. And yet we sort of do, and we sort of do a lot. And because especially our language has coarsened over time, we, Bible believe in Jesus-loving Christians, are dropping the B-bomb a lot. Boo-boo head. Uh-huh. That one the B word, that's the B word I was thinking, and an a-hole. Those things come—there would have been a time that those would have been just words that would be unthinkable, and active, active Christians are going to—because, to you to again, it's just the coarsening of our culture has made words like that quasi-acceptable, almost. And so— we use those words and a lot of times we use them, maybe not intentionally, but we're just not thinking and we're using those in front of our kids. So we actually do call people names, probably more than we think we do. This got me going the other day just looking on Twitter. But boys, there are a lot of name calling on Twitter. And Facebook. And Facebook. It's we may even go, well, gosh, no, I don't. I don't I don't do a whole lot of anybody. I don't drop the B word on anybody so we can just go listen to something else because this doesn't apply we tell our kids not to do it and we don't do it either and then you say boy that chuck schumer there he's just a commie in our politics has degenerated into just flat out now more and more race as well yeah just name calling Yep, all the time and we don't even think about it that way, but that's what we're doing.
2: No, and your kids are picking up. I had a 12-year-old accidental racist in my office a couple of weeks back. <laughs> and I can't even say the words that he said, but he said them without blinking and didn't know what he was saying.
1: Back up. He was an accidental Oh, yeah. Racist. He was just like— He just stumbled onto racism.
2: He was just talking, but saying so many offensive things. And so I, of course, and now that I bring this up, I forget exactly what he said. He was coming up with some crazy things, derogatory things about people of color.
1: And I wonder where he learned that. Just from his life experience, probably. exactly. Yeah.
2: It was something that he didn't even know he was being off-putting and offensive. That's why I call him accidental. Because he was picking up on it from home.
1: Our children are listening. And when we're having a heated political discussion and we're dropping names left and right, we don't even think that's what we're doing, but we are teaching our children to call people names. You hear it all the time today, you know, they're Nazis, they're commies. If you're pro-abortion, well, you're a baby murderer. And now, just the last few weeks, if you're a member of the NRA, you're a baby, you love babies being murdered. And we say these, it's said all the time. Here's the thing. Once we say something like someone's a commie or someone is a left-wing radical, once we say that, then we have permission to stop listening. Because, again, who needs to listen to a Nazi? And some people take it all the way to the extreme. If you're a Nazi, you're not allowed to speak. So. When we call somebody a name, it's 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 dehumanizing because again, it, you stop listening to them as a human being and, and dealing with with the validity of, of the words that are coming out of their mouth and in some ways dehumanizes them. So for our children to see this, even though they they have no idea what we're talking about, the kid that you just mentioned dropping all the racial slurs, he didn't understand them when he first heard them either, but the older he got, the more context that he, that he got, then he was able to use them properly. And so we've got to watch that we're not contradicting our parenting when it comes to something that we would think is not even connected, which is something like politics. Recording our Paradox podcast is a labor of love. We love exploring topics important to Christian families.
2: We love bringing you interviews with authors, musicians, and podcasters that are shaping our world. Also, Jim loves
1: to hear himself talk. See, I've been told that my
2: voice is mellifluous. You have no clue what that means, do you? No.
1: We also love making thousands of dollars. I know I do, if not you, Josh. I mean, we are, I don't know if y'all know this or not. But on this podcast, we are literally taking baths in $100. Jimbo, Jimbo, we're not making any money.
2: And actually, as right now,
1: we're behind $2,500, so we're actually losing our shirts. But see, see, that's a negative confession. You seem to think that that's a problem. It's not a problem, my friend, because we have a Patreon account. Please consider supporting us on
2: patreon.com backslash paradox. If you think the show has helped your family, if you believe in what we're doing... You can make a one-time contribution or set up a subscription.
1: With your help, we can continue to bring healing to Christian families. That's what I call mellif... mellif... The word you're looking for is mellifluous. So the solution. How do we... how do we not do this? Josh, you tell me. You stop it. You can't solve a problem that you don't realize you have. And then stop it. First is to realize, okay, I do this. We've probably mentioned on here before, but Bob
2: Newhart in his "Stop It" video, he does this counseling thing, and this woman comes
1: in for OCD, and don't watch it. His advice is put us out of business. Stop it. Stop it. Uh Well, I start feeling like stop Stop it. Stop it. Unless you will be honest enough to say, I do get caught up. Nothing sets my hair on fire like politics. And just get me all riled up. And okay, maybe I have. I can't believe those blanks are doing this or whatever, whatever.
2: And if you're not sensitive enough to be able to recognize that in yourself, your spouse could be poking you right now at this moment and learn
1: to listen to them.
2: They'll help you figure your it out Your spouse has
1: been called the clearest mirror that you will ever have in your life. Really reflecting back to you the most honest reflection of who you are. So yeah, so the first thing is realize you do it. Also realize that calling somebody a name, and I realize that if you look at any cable news network, apparently very successful people that are dressed very well with impeccable makeup, they make a really good living calling people names every day, all day. But that doesn't make it okay to do. Same deal. It shuts off debate. When you call somebody a Nazi or you call someone a commie, it shuts off what's being said. First admit you're doing it. And then secondly, realize that if I am doing it, I am being exactly like my child. This doesn't make you politically savvy. It doesn't make you intellectual. In fact, what's fun is sometimes to hear some people talk about political issues and never call anybody a name. It's really refreshing because then it's like, oh, that's the idea they were actually espousing. Well, that's really interesting. I've never really heard it put that way because it's never put that way. People are just screaming names back and forth at each other. So realize that it's a very childlike thing to do, and it's also a very lazy thing to do. It keeps you from actually ever having to think. And lastly, realize that it's an absolute detriment to how you're wanting to raise your kids. So we're, we're living in this politically fractured time. It can get the best of us. And at a time where we're going, well, gosh, I'm not cussing in front of my kids. I'm not calling people bad words in front of my kids. But I am really into politics. And I, you know, I've, I've got nothing but MSNBC or Fox News or whatever. And I'm engaged in it. And I'm engaged with my spouse about it. And our kids are seeing this, and they're adopting the same principle in their life. So then when you hear them call someone a boo-boo head, don't get mad at them. They are just a little chip off the old block.
2: And this is more than just politics, obviously. That's the easiest example. But as adults, it's interesting. We grow up, and we obviously stop being children because we hit puberty, but often we're just bigger taller hairier children emotionally and relationally because if you disagree with somebody not only politically but at a school board meeting we start calling names you know we disagree with another parent of the soccer team that we're opposing to we start or calling names man you skipped ahead i was going to bring the hammer in a
1: couple of seconds about Dang that it, very I'm so thing sorry.
2: just boomerang him back in or our spouses
1: Oh, that's a good point. I know. That's a really good point. We
2: treat often our spouses the worst.
1: Yes. And
2: so we've focused on politics, or Jimmy is focused on politics because I didn't prepare. Don't hate me. But, I mean, I'm espousing truth now. so We focus on politics. Jimbo has. But that's not the only example. This happens at the school board meeting on the soccer field, and it happens inside your bedroom. And, oh, by the way... Your kids are also hearing that.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the soccer fields, just, boy, does that happen a lot on, at the soccer fields. You know, what a jerk. That moron. What kind of an idiot ref is that? Our children hear that constantly. And then we have the gall to get on them for, hey, 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 we don't name call, do we? I would love our five-year-old to go, well, actually, sort of we do. Would you like all the, all the instances of you name, calling people names? You want them alphabetically or just off the top of my head? Because you do it all the time, actually. So watch name calling even in areas that you don't even think you're calling people names. Because our children are picking up on it. And it's just leading to the coarsening of our families and our society.
2: And I, I think real briefly before we end, the name calling is like a symptom. It's a symptom of an overall negative heart towards other people people that name caller just tend to be a bit more critical and so we need to as an overall heart issue soften towards the human race and realize that we're all in this together and we're all struggling and we all make mistakes and that ref that you know called your son out you know is it maybe made a mistake and that's okay you know we just need to be able to soften our hearts towards others and wwjd am i right Oh, yeah. To throw out a 90s reference. yes. We need to be a lot more Christ to others and give each other a break. If you want more information about today's show, you can go to paradoxpodcast.com. If you want to check on the episode uh, or the show notes... Go to the episode link. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can do that there. One person that we fail to mention all the time is my wife, Katie. She does show notes for the show. And so feel free to thank her on all social media platforms.
1: Josh just calls her
2: names all the time. Katie Myers 24. But yes, so thank you, Katie, and of course, Julie, and Billy, and the whole Haw gang. All right, y'all have a good day. Peace out.
0: Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julilylescar.com And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com next time on paradox it's more of a manifesto on connecting with our kids and some practical nitty gritty stuff on how do we connect with our kids in our world today cuz as parents we're really distracted we have all these demands on our time and attention and we all really long i think our as parents mm-hmm. our deepest heart's longing is to make these lifelong lasting formed relationships with our kids and it can be really hard to do with everything else pressing in on us and so reading aloud ends up being I think the simplest way to do it.